0: You on the door, just i mm-hmm.
3: Welcome to the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast, and you better get your sunscreen on because today we're talking about some beach blast. I'm leaving along Twitter. <laughs> get your
2: uh, get your bag of Cheetos ready. I'll Tony Schiavone's nose, <laughs> and uh, I'm drinking coffee today out of my. Uh, it's well, it's one of Farah Abraham's uh, favorite wrestlers, Cold Stone Steve Austin. Goldstone,
0: Goldstone. As, as
2: levi has a little yon
3: yeah i can't stop i've been up since about six i woke up and uh the storm it was storming and uh it was really comfortable but i was like you know what i'm gonna get out of bed for this one so i went downstairs brewed some coffee open up the blinds and watch the storm happen
2: yeah it Got was all na- lazy it was nasty this morning uh I woke up at 6.30 to finish watching this because I started it last night kind of late. I was watching Rugrats with my Rugrats last night. so
3: That's part of the reason I was up early, too. I had to finish watching some Beach Blast.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, shit. I mean, I wanted to watch it because the first couple of matches, you know, we'll get to it. But I I was invested into it, even though it's. It's on its 25th anniversary today, today yeah. July 18th, 1993.
3: That's right. Yeah, I had to spend the first 30 minutes of being awake uh, trying to get my internet to work again because I think the storm kind of tripped it out. So, you know, you do the old unplug the router, plug it back in. I did that like four times, and then I... Uh, Unhooked the Xbox and hooked it back in. And I was like, okay, cool, we're good to go now. So,
2: so you okay. didn't call your internet provider and be like, okay, so my <laughs> internet's not working. And they're like, okay, well, have you unplugged the router yet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What do you think? It's 2018. I'm not 100 years old. I know I need to unplug my router yeah. for 10 seconds, then plug it back in. If that doesn't work, plug it, unplug it for two minutes, then plug it back in. Yeah. It's like, it, you know, it. They they never see to amazing.
3: Have you tried unplugging and plugging back in the router or refreshing? No, no. I didn't actually. Let me call you back. I didn't try that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> can you let can me you sit hate... on the
3: line and wait to talk to a robot and then talk to you?
2: Yeah. Um. Excuse me, sir. Did you unplug your router yet? <laughs> yes. Yes, Paul. That's your name, right, Paul? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Abdul Paul. <laughs> Abdul Rahim Paul.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's so true, though. It's it so true. is.
2: It goes along with our stereotype
3: conversation yesterday. It,
2: it's a stereotype. It's not racism, folks. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's the truth. That's right.
3: Everybody knows it. They do. And everybody knows that you can swing on over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash shields and quads and pick up all five of our T-shirt designs to help support your favorite podcast. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads is your one-stop shop for Heels and Quads wrestling podcast merchandise. So go pick up all five shirts, or one or two or three or four or five, like I said. Help support the show. Help get us to StarCast. Help get us to All In, even though we're already there. Just help us keep afloat by going to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads to support your favorite podcast that you've never heard of. You can also support the show by going to CollarAndElbowBrand.com. And at colornobo use the coupon code heels and quads in all caps at checkout to save 10% on your order. And last but not least, well, it's once again it's not last. <laughs> you always do that last in your plugs. I last in my plugs. <laughs> <laughs> zubas.com that's z u b a z.com get your zebra pants and your tiger and your leopard and all that good stuff at zubas.com and use coupon code heels and quads in all caps at checkout to save 15%
2: on your order. Oh, my goodness. And as mentioned yesterday on the podcast. Um, the bean. I ha- <laughs> we haven't <laughs> talked about pod bean in a while. <laughs> um, I had an interview with Adam Rotella from 10 Pounds of Podcast, talking all about the NWA and his podcast. Thanks again, Adam, for coming on the show. It was a blast. It wasn't a beach blast, but it was a blasty blast.
3: Well, it was kind of a beach blast.
2: It was kind of a beach blast. He wears Hawaiian shirts and has a wicked mustache. So we'll call it a beach blast. But, um, you know, I told him about he needs to get a Pro Wrestling Tees store. And I told him about ours, of course, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads. There's your website shop
3: for all your Heels and Quads wrestling merchandise.
2: Where you can get... Not one, but five different designs. And he said, you have five designs. And I said, yes, we do. And he said, how many shirts of those have you sold, Tommy? I said, enough to keep us going. (laughs) But you know what? Just enough to keep us going. So you need to go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash heels and quads. Please buy our shirts for the love of God. And also, while you're on the interwebs, while you're purchasing all of our merch, Collar brand brand.com Zubas. You can go to heroes, Hideout, ny.com for all of your action figure needs. Whether if you're shopping for the kiddos, they got a birthday. Christmas is right around the corner. It's what? 160 days away. You've got that. You've got birthdays. You've got bar mitzvahs. You got bot mitzvahs. Heroes, Hideout, ny.com has everything you need from a hotel, basic elites, battle packs, Funko Pops, NECA, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and of course, as always, the meet and greets. And the big meet and greet coming up Sunday, August 26th, the weekend before All In. Which one is that again? Sunday, August 26th, the weekend before <laughs> All In. Young Bucks, Marty, and Hangman will all be at Heroes Head out in upstate New York. The meet and greet package for all 468 bucks. You get to meet them. You get autographs. You get the limited edition print, the limited edition t-shirt all for 168 bucks, and you get a memory that will last a lifetime, especially if you don't get to go to StarCast at all in. So that's HeroesHideOutNY.com. Use code QUADS to save 10% off your entire order. And don't forget that Heroes Hideout is your new access to entertainment. <laughs>
3: Gotta hit them with the plugs at first, you know? So get get it off right. You know, and I am glad I texted you last night about that. I guess you noticed it before me, but I'm glad that we didn't end up going with Bash to the Beach 94 because old Conrad
2: and Eric Bischoff did
3: that on Monday. 83 so. weeks,
2: and of course, you know, I like I say all the time, and like Levi says, we, we listened the podcast. So, oh, yeah. you know, at some point, actually after we get done reviewing this, since I've watched the event, it's fresh on my mind, I'm about to review it myself, I'm going to go listen to what happened when. With Tony Schiavone, because they just did this not too long ago. And I'm going to get some behind the scenes. What happened when WCW Beach Blast 93 happened? What happened when?
3: What happened when? All right, well, you ready to talk some Beach Blast 1993? I am. I was two, I was two months old on this very day <laughs> in 1993. That's awesome, I was awesome, two months dude. old. Yeah.
2: I was six years, two months, and a handful of days.
3: Wow. We're youngsters. So this was uh, Beach Blast 1993. Uh, we could have started with 92, but all the fans voted for 93 on Twitter. So
2: All 10 fans. All 10. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, it was, a, WC, it was a quick vote. WCW put on Beach Blast 1993. Uh, July eighteenth nineteen 1993, like Tommy said, today's 25 years. Uh, they had 8,600 people in attendance at the Mississippi Coast Coliseum in Biloxi,
2: Mississippi. Biloxi. Running the South, WCW and the NWA. And of, and, of course, as we like to know, we like to know the numbers. So, it was at 100,000 even ski pay-per-view buys. Not too bad. Which not bad for WCW 93 because 93, WWF was still pretty hot.
3: Yeah, but their early '90s WCW was pretty pretty good.
2: Yeah, and it, it's it's underrated overall. Um, not just this show, but I mean, WCW in general in the early '90s. I think people tend to forget because of Hulkamania and the Ultimate Warrior and Macho Man and everything going on in the in the fed at this time, but. You gotta think about it. Ric Flair had just left WWF in January of 93. So he's kind of getting... He's worked his way back into the title picture here at Beach Blast. Um, But also on the other end, a month before this, Hulk Hogan just dropped the title to Yokozuna at King of the Ring 93. So Hulk Mm -hmm. Hogan's taking that time off. This is... We're a year away from Hogan's return to Return to
3: WCW.
2: At... Bash of the Beach ninety four, which is actually almost a year away from this. Yep. So uh I wonder why they didn't roll with Beach Blast and they rolled with they went with uh Bash of the Beach. I don't know, man, but I I like Beach Blast. I like that name. I think it's cool. I like Bash at the Beach, I think. Well, I like Bash of the Beach better, but I like Beach Blast. Too. Yeah,
3: I like it, and it's got the classic uh curled up arm wave
2: on it. The backdrop of the entrance looks like the same bash of the beach entrance they were using even in '96. They just changed yeah, that's the an arena that, that never really
3: changed. Mm-hmm. You know, like these the the beach ones. And for some reason, I thought you said these were the ones on the beach, but it's uh, bash '94 and '95 were on the beach,
2: bash, right? Bash '95, bash '94 was in uh, Orlando inside, I think. Okay. <clears throat> So, But 95 so really bash- was actually on the beach because they had just done the Baywatch spot with Hogan and uh, Savage uh, and Flair okay. and Vader when he pops the kids basketball. So, basically, Beach
3: Blast 1992 is kind of the first bash at the beach because it's the same
2: concept. Yeah, because before that, they were just rolling with uh, Great American Bash and they were just doing house shows everywhere. Kind of... Uh, Whatever happened at Great American Bash, that's kind of what they would do at all the house shows after that event. Yeah. So, this is kind of, this is a year out of its birth. So, Beach Blast is a year old. And, yeah, let's roll with it. Yeah, alright. So, the show opens with a
3: match. There's not a lot of... Well, it opens with uh, Missy Hyatt and Eric Bischoff in his little trunks that he's wearing.
2: (laughs) And Missy Hyatt's ramen noodle hair.
3: Yeah, they're looking all beach-like. And they chat for a second. Anyways, it goes the first match.
2: There's not a lot of talking going on. Hey, Levi, before we get to the first match, can we talk about the mini-movie?
3: We can talk about the mini-movie.
2: <laughs> what a turd. No, notice <laughs> I, was I was
3: trying to blaze past that. <laughs> so the first match,
2: didn't see a mini-movie. Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> the, uh, the, the dwarf, small person, whatever they like to be called.
3: The shark swims yeah. up.
2: <laughs> What's your name? Jaws. Yeah. That's original <laughs> as hell.
3: yeah so that was the stinker that's for sure (laughs) so
2: so basically harley race colonel parker vader and sid vicious are trying to basically get sting and davy boy smith british bulldog british the beef man as he's called here um with his braids of course um basically trying to get them to not do the match so they offer them two tickets to any retirement village in the world they want to go to i can't even talk about it without laughing and uh yeah bulldog's trying to like tell sting like or sting's saying maybe we should do it and bulldog's like "Uh, yeah maybe and then all the kids are like sad and stuff it's like where did these (laughs) kids come from like I want to know where these kids are now. Like, where are they now? The children of the WCW. Well, then the beach mini movie.
3: The little dude plants the bomb or whatever, and Davy Boy saves Sting from getting (laughs) blown up. Oh god, it's so bad. Yeah, but, yeah. but... <laughs> it's like '80s cheese rolled over into the '90s. No, it's like...
2: it's worse than that, dude. Yeah, it's pretty rough. <laughs> but as you can <laughs> as you can hear, you can't see us yet. But um, yeah, totally. But uh, yeah, it was a good laugh, you know.
3: I... Yeah, well, it was a good opener, you know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'll watch... Good opening bout. I'll watch it again. <laughs> Hey, any, yeah. Anytime a wrestler saves another wrestler from a boat that's about to blow up, I'm 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 good with it. Well, you
3: know, that's a true baby face too.
2: Mm hmm. <laughs> so anyways I think it's braids were the true baby face.
3: Yeah, it's there's two anytime there's a match with British Bulldog, it's British Bulldog with his braids as the manager. Or <laughs> there was a tag team partner.
2: <laughs> not to be confused and it, and with show. Not to be confused with Max Payne's manager, Norma Jean, the guitar. Yeah. Well, in this in this case,
3: uh, Bulldog's manager, and this one was his tassels on his outfit. So oh, man. We'll those were
2: rough, man. Do you think yeah. he stole those from their little entrance tassels? Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, maybe it was a what is that thing. Even, what is that even called? The little entrance tassels they had? Is that like... Oh, those are booby tassels.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'll vape to that. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'll leave to that
3: dumbass joke.
2: <laughs> what what are they actually called? Is it like sh- the entrance tassels? What are you talking about? Like flash paper? Like you know how like when you walk into like say you're walking into like get your uh your uh, fortune told or whatever, and they have like the beads like in the entrance way. Oh, you know what I'm talking yeah. About? How they have like the shiny paper. Yeah, I don't. What is the I actual term for that? Anyways, like a, WCW you know, at this time always had that in their entrance way, so I figured Oh, they had to. I figured Davey Boy just cut some off and used it as his arm and taped him on his arm. Yeah, yeah. and his boots. But anyways, anyways alright, let's
3: dive into it.
2: The opening contest for WCW Beach Blast 93 is a WCW TV title match. That's my Gary Michael Capetta. Mm-hmm. Ron Simmons versus... He sounds like... Uh, A robot, like almost like short circuit from the late eighties. TV
3: title championship,
2: (laughs) monotone. Where's Johnny? That's oh, by the way,
3: uh, let's not lose sight that John Stamos' fifty fifth birthday is August nineteenth. So
2: we got to do a special John Stamos episode.
3: (laughs) Yeah, we do. Where
2: I will sing the entire song (laughs) of forever. For the entire episode.
3: And I'll do uh, I'll do all the instruments via mouth dubbed over each other.
0: <laughs> if every word I said could make you laugh, I'd talk.
2: We'll save it for August nineteenth. Yeah, there we go. That's just a little preview. That's also right. SummerSlam this year. Oh yeah. So you think Stamos yeah, will be
3: there? Oh, of course, it's in Brooklyn. He's got to be there. Yeah. All right, uh-huh. let's, let's go. <laughs> All, right. All right, Paul, Paul Orndorff. Uh, We're a little more
2: lively this morning.
3: Yeah, well, we need to burn some time, too, because I think this one might be a little quicker of a review, and I do need to leave the house in the next, like, 45 minutes for work, but it's okay, you know what, because the podcast is more important than me that's, keeping my shoot job. That's right. Don't ever forget it. Mean, if anybody at work's listening, that's not that's not a shoot. But uh, oh, it's it's <laughs> a shoot, off, If hoot. If, it, if we're off air, it's a shoot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> Paul Orndorff defeated Ron Simmons by DQ to retain the WCW World Television Championship. And what was the stipulation here? If he put him over the rope, that was a DQ or something.
2: Well, the, I didn't stip- really get the it. stipulation to the match was if if Paul Orndorff got disqualified, he would lose the belt because he kept using that DQ uh, rule to his advantage to keep the belt. Because yeah. they had had a couple of matches before this, and his, at the
3: start of the match, Orndorff is just—he's just such a great heel, but he's just pitching a fit about the fans and everything. Yeah, and bitching and moaning,
2: Paul Call, and Paula. yeah yeah yeah. and they had the little they had the little pennants and there was one lady in the audience i noticed had a paula shirt uh which she was the only one that had that so i have to assume she was a planted fan kind of like the granny on the the real story of pro wrestling or whatever yeah the planted granny like the dude with the red
3: hat and the kiss army looking shirt yeah
2: I don't think he's playing it. I think he's a real fan. I'm not saying he's not on the take, but... He's always at the shows around us. Mm-hmm.
3: That's... He's always... He's like, so he's, like, in our location somewhere, but... Yeah, he lives in Texas. I follow him on um, Twitter.
2: He's a good guy.
3: Good dude. Take your shirt off his back for you.
2: <laughs> well, not his shirt he wears to the show. Maybe the overworked shirt.
3: But, yeah.
2: But not the uh, Kiss Army logo-looking one. Um. Anyway, so... I wrote just a couple of notes on the first few matches up until uh, the U.S. title because that's where it kind of started this morning. So um, I wanted to – since that was fresh, I didn't feel the need to take any notes. But anyway, so great opener, very athletic, both underrated legends, which is the truth. Orndorff always looks like he smells like whiskey to me. Oh, yeah. He looks like he's sweating whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. He's sweating a handle. Yeah, definitely. Uh, screwy finish. I always hated that late 80s, early 90s, over-the-top DQ role in WCW. See, I forgot about it. That's why I asked you what yeah, the deal was,
3: because I forgot that that was a thing.
2: It was so weird then. Like, I mean, I don't remember it then as a kid. I remember watching wrestling then as a kid, but I don't remember that being a role. But as I've went back over the last, what, four years now, the w- WWE Network's been available, um yeah. watching all these old WCW shows, and it's like, man, that is the stupidest rule. That's obviously a Bill Watts thing. Um, or whoever was in charge at that time. I think it was Bill Watts. It was Bill Watts, yeah. And uh yeah, because Eric Watts is in the show. But um it was just a weird rule. Like WWF never had a rule like that. Um and another thing before we get out of this. Another thing that I kinda liked about WCW was they would always have like a like the TV title had a ten minute time limit. Yeah. When it was on TV. But <laughs> they would do like a countdown. Like Gary Michael Capetta would always say, uh, you know, ten minutes left or whatever, you know, that's eight minutes or whatever. But it was just a cool like a New Japan. It's a cool type feature to that. You know, yeah, New like Japan it. does the I same like thing. It. I wish WWE would have implemented that. To their, uh, whatever I don't know. What well, I'm New about. Japan
3: to me nowadays is, is like a really good WCW that doesn't have screwy finishes.
2: You're, because it's dude, just like you're the, right. I mean, they have the talent, which WCW clearly had the talent here. Oh yeah, but um, uh, yeah, dude, I I never thought of it that way, but I think you're absolutely right.
3: It's a yeah, it's a modern day WCW without screwy finishes.
2: Yep. And there's has a really lot of screwy finishes here. It's weird, uh, yeah. but I blew 2.75 quads for this match. Yeah,
3: I'd say like two and a half, but I'll, I'll yeah, because it was a good opener. It was, uh... I'm I, on paper the match looks really great, and it it wasn't bad in ring, but you know i could have i could have went for ron simmons winning that title but yeah. orndorff
0: was
2: such a good heel that,
3: i
0: always wanted
2: you know, paul orndorff to be the big champion somewhere he's kind of like a scott hall yeah. you know just one he of those is. ones that or or kurt hedding one of those ones that never won one of the big two yeah and uh i think uh, we only had i think a couple more years of paul orndorff wrestling before he eventually retired but um uh, I mean, he's still around, so I'm not trying to, like, give a eulogy or anything. But I just think he's a very underrated talent, as is Ron Simmons. And Ron Simmons, he looks amazing.
3: This was post-Ron Simmons' world title win. Yeah, like, that, a couple that, of years.
2: that was, yeah. I want to say that, what was that? 90? 90? Like, late 90, 91 I think was, sometime?
3: I think it was late 90, yeah. I remember, because I have it on the uh, World Heavyweight Championship DVD thing and he's it's it's a good match yeah i like it a lot so anyways anyways uh after this was a tag match with uh flash funk and buff bagwell <laughs>
0: Ooh, flash you are so funky <laughs> uh
2: they defeated wcw Tex... magazine rookie of the year marcus alexander pre-buff bagwell yeah and not to be confused yes. with judy bagwell on a forklift yeah, don't.
3: That's, I know it's hard to get it. You get it mixed up, but it yeah. just happens.
2: I, I saw him when he was coming out, and I was like, is that Judy Bagwell in a forklift? No, that's Marcus Alexander Buff- Bagwell. Buff- just well. walking, just normal. <laughs> Buffwell. Buffwell. Yeah, so <laughs> Scorpio 2
3: Cold Sky uh, and uh, Marcus Buff Bagwell Buffwell <laughs> defeated Tex Slazinger, Slazinger and Shanghai
2: Pierce. A.K.A. the Godwins. You know, this wasn't a terrible match. Actually, it was. For, uh... It was really good. Actually. i Actually, have a couple <laughs> of notes. Uh, yeah, Tex Slazinger is actually Midian, and or okay, I was Phineas- wondering which one I Godwin and Shanghai versus yeah. Henry O Godwin <laughs> Pig and Hog, Tex and okay, Shanghai. I, kept... I was like, who are these
3: dudes? And they kept knew...
2: they kept referring to them as the Texicans.
3: Yeah, I heard that. So Shanghai
2: is supposed to be a luchador of some kind.
3: Even though he has a very uh, Asian name, Eastern name, Western. Yeah, <laughs> Western.
2: Oh, man. But anyways, I put a good tag match back and forth. Botch early by Scorpio or Flash Funk. Um, If you didn't see it, they were on the outside and Flash goes to do like, I guess he was trying to do like a moonsault or something out of the ring and his legs hit the ropes, and he kind of falls down, and then Buff goes to check on him in the corner, and he's, like, rubbing his hips. It was kind of weird, but... (laughs) Um, Okay, yeah. Buff looks great. Was it injuries, lack of promo skills, or politics that kept him from the main event? That's kind of what I'm wondering, because here it looks like they have so much kind of invested in him, because he's constantly seems like he's in the ring. Yeah, he's getting all the uh, the camera time is he's on. He's getting him. all the
3: work in this one. Yeah, exactly. And it's clearly he had the look and he had the he had the talent. But I mean, you're it's probably politics, man. Yeah, probably, I'm thinking that's what especially whenever when everybody else came in the company, all the big names came in, and they had you know they had some pull. So Are they're you, probably like. So you mean like creative control? Well, <laughs> legit, legit, like. Well, they say that some people say in shoots that the only person that had creative control in their contract was Hulk Hogan.
2: But Hulk Hogan or
3: Terry Bollea,
1: Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask Regina, "Do you like to compete?" I say, "Bring it on."
3: There's a lot of people too that said Nash was the one that always booked himself over. Well, because, because...
2: in the late '90s, Nash was the booker.
3: Yeah, so I mean, it, it's it, he didn't necessarily have creative control, but yeah, he was the booker exactly. So um, I mean, whatever. Buff Bagwell is good now. He's a uh, now he's a male escort, so that's cool. Yeah, good
2: for him. I looked
3: man. at his prices; it's pretty costly. So,
2: do you think we could afford him?
3: uh we need to get some more sponsors before we start talking about that or we
2: need people to buy our shirts at <laughs> pro wrestling tees. com forward slash that's right quads, so not only we can have buff bagwell on the show but also as uh as a date <laughs> yeah i'd love to
3: take him out to outback I'd like, so. I'd like to take him to buffalo wild wings i'd take him to cracker barrel for sure <laughs> oh i can afford that
2: waffle house man
3: Oh, yeah, that's right up the road. That so. I mean,
2: well, that, and I mean, that's up his alley because, I mean, pro wrestlers and Waffle House go hand in hand. Anyways, Scorpio gets a great hot tag. Good story. Scorpio gets the pin with a great 450. I mean, that thing was spot on. Yeah, that was killer, man. Um, especially for 1993. I mean, WCW really didn't see much of that other than, like, no, Flying Brian I gonna, and I was going to mention Liger, that. But,
3: yeah, there wasn't a lot of high flying back then, and there's two in this one. Uh, it was too cold, Scorpio, and somebody else went to the top, and I don't remember who. In the show, I'll, we'll get we'll get to it. Well, Vader to goes the to the action. top
2: in the main event, but yeah, that, but that's to be expected. Yeah,
0: uh, it time, It's time.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, it always
3: sounds like you're saying "it time, it time, it Vader time." <laughs> like there's no "it,"
0: <laughs> there's
2: no <laughs> "it S. time." It's him. Um I gave this two and a half blown quads. It was a good tag match.
3: Yeah, I I say two and a half blown quads because it,
2: it was a pretty good tag. Um, for sure. Then after this, we get Paul Orndorff and the Equalizer, a.k.a. David Sullivan or Dave Sullivan, with Missy Hyatt. Forgettable promo other than the Equalizer is either having a panic attack or a stroke. <laughs> what's wrong with him (laughs) he keeps moving back and forth and like shaking his head and i'm like dude this dude needs to go to a mental institution yeah they need to take him
3: back to the they need to take him back to the infirmary they need to equalize his
2: ass like give him a shot of something because he he's he's sketched out calm him down do you think he was on meth i think you might be uh, I, i don't know I don't know. Maybe crack came out. Myth came out around. He's definitely coked out. I'm just saying. Um,
3: Yeah.
2: Maybe it was just a panic attack, though.
3: He was just trying to get get equal. You know, (laughs) he's good on that level playing field. uh, So anyways,
2: the uh, non sugar packet equal.
3: Yes, exactly. The yeah, it's
2: not sugar, but it's equal.
3: It's same thing. It's equal to sugar. It's same So. There's like 80 different colored packets that are like, yeah, it's not sugar, but diabetics can have it. It's like, man, but it's you should give the diabetic something healthier than this poison you're putting in your yeah. coffee. You, you know? use honey. Yeah. Anyways. behave. All right. So after this is Lord Stephen Ringle. Ringle. Lord Stephen Regal, Ringel. Ringle. <laughs> Lord Stephen <laughs> Ringel with Sir William Dundee <laughs> defeated Eric Watts, Bill Watts' son. The only reason he's
2: on the card. <laughs> Good job, kid uh it's
3: literally it's literally noted in that death of wcw book that i've been reading and around this time period it says literally the only reason eric watts was a wrestler was because bill watts was his dad yep because everybody was pissed when he because he sucked
2: yeah he sucked bad and uh (laughs) i mentioned that in my notes yeah regal takes uh the young watts to technical school Slowed down. Oh, it's, all, it's all technical. It's, this whole match. It's so slow. It starts off slow. Slow it down again. Staying technical. Keeping Watts looking good as a baby face. He goes for the yep. STF, but Sir William slaps the shit out of his face, which I love that. Yep. Regal rolls him up. Gets a handful of tights to get the win. I give it like... I'll give it 1.75 quads blow. I was going to say the exact same just thing. Just because Regal is the man.
3: Yeah, because Regal was the if it, it was re this match was basically Regal versus a Mop stick. <laughs> and he did a good job of making And he had a almost two star match with a Mop stick. Yeah, exactly. So Eric Watts Eric Watts wasn't god awful, but he definitely was not good. He at all.
2: just and I mean and to think that he ends up getting signed to W W F because once again Bill Watts goes to WWF in like ninety five ish And he follows his dad. They change his name to, like, Troy or something like that, I think it was. And then he goes into a tag team, and they're, like, something 2000, and they wear, like, really tight Zuba's pants and, like, silver shirts. I remember it vaguely, but they... It's forgettable. Yeah, they came out like a wet fart. Um so after that we get uh, Jesse the Body Ventura, who was incredible <laughs> on this show. I tweeted that last night when I started watching. Yeah, it. I cannot be the only person in the world that misses Jesse the Body Ventura on color commentary. Yeah, because he was great, even man. though he hated WCW, it was a paycheck, and he did his damn job, and he did it well. Yeah, he did a really good job, and I, mean, I want to shave commentary. my head except for the back of my hair, like I got now. To oh, have I, that
3: I, I style. I needed to mention that at the start of the show, there's technical difficulties,
2: of course. Oh, of course. The, when uh, it goes
3: black? Yes, when Jesse's talking and he's like, oh, we're on air. And then it's like flashing black. And it's like, why are you guys having problems with the lights? Like, what's the problem, man? Every WCW show. Something goes wrong. I've watched. Something, ha- yes. There's somebody like, oh, we're having technical difficulties. Or one, of, you can't hear one of the commentators. Or the lights are messing up. Or somebody's music doesn't play. Or
2: or in something the, always at the happens. beginning of the Regal Watts match. Eric Watts comes out and it says Lord Stephen witt Regal. Yes. I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" Like, <laughs> dude, they have the they had the worst production. Well, I mean, it was
3: great production, but it was like they had the most mistakes yeah. on production. I didn't even get it.
2: Do you think that Anywho. maybe might have been because like Bischoff wasn't in the truck or something like Probably because as soon as he left the truck, because at this bad. point he's executive producer,
3: yeah. He got promoted this, he got promoted uh, like around this, like a year or two before this, yeah. I think. He or around this time, actually, because he, he was the one who pitched Nitro, yeah. to TBS. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, Johnny B. Bad defeated Max Payne in a singles match. Max Payne comes out shredding his ESP LTD guitar, which is the kind of guitar I play, so. I'd admire that, uh, you know <laughs> Johnny b bad
2: max Payne though what? it was kind of weird because he go he he ends up going to w w f but um, I always liked this character, yeah, and uh I liked
3: the video game i
2: th- <laughs> yeah, me too uh I think you take pain pills to heal, yeah, <laughs> I think it was cool that you know he doesn't have a theme song, he just kind of like shreds a little bit. And I mean yeah. he, he was decent. I mean, he wasn't like Jesse Ventura calls him here, like the second coming of Jimi Hendrix. I wouldn't call him that, but I mean no. he shreds a he was little sh- bit. He was shredding that A minor. I was watching. Yeah. And uh before <laughs> before the match though, uh they take us back to Clash of the Champions when Max Payne hits Johnny B. Bad with a confetti gun, uh, like blasts it. And uh so Johnny B. Bad comes out wearing a uh mask
3: yeah i was gonna ask you about the mask thing i was like i don't remember him always wearing a mask no yeah they, he they showed, looked like they a, showed he, a... he looked like a half gimp
2: yeah <laughs> wake him up <laughs> uh but yeah i put nothing special decent cord filler max Payne dominates baby face gets the win
3: this was the okay so this was the botch at the end it was the finish Jeremy bad goes up top to do the cross body uh-huh and he slips, and he has to get back up on the second rope, and does like a half-ass crossbody, and gets the pin. And you're like, and that's like uh, that's the part of- uh, yeah, I was like, oh, that just ruined it. <laughs> yeah,
2: I'll, yeah I'll, exactly. I'll give it three quarters of a quad blown. Yeah, I don't like a half quad. All right. I mean, it was yeah, it I'll,
3: was it was filler.
2: I'll, I'll go half quad with you because it it was
3: stinky. Yeah. the best the half quad is Max Payne's solo. Yeah, an A minor. So he
2: he rolled this match. Yep. Sorry, Mark Mayo.
3: Yeah, he's he's he'll talk about it, motivationally speaking. <laughs> uh, there wasn't a promo in between this, no. was there? No, it, it went, went, straight, it went
2: to, straight to it. Straight to Hollywood Blonde. The following Xavier, contest Brian, is Brian. for the WCW World Tag Team Championships.
3: Brian Pillman and Steve Austin, stunning Steve Austin. Stunning. Flying Brian Pillman and stunning Steve Austin defeated the four horsemen with Got well, the, four, the two horsemen. To the camera. Arn Anderson and, yeah. Arnie Anderson and Paul Roma. Uh, I I guess an interesting fact about Paul Roma I figured out before this was, uh, you know, he was only a horseman for, like, whatever, however many months of this year. And uh, there was that horseman documentary WWE put out. We watched before the horseman one we did. The factions. And, uh, yeah, and Triple H said that he didn't need to be included because he was a WWF job guy, and Roma said that he got his – Triple H only made it to the top because of sleeping with the boss's daughter, so that usual, that usual argument. So, <laughs> but Roman's not bad in the No, match. he's not terrible. Um, this is a. It's actually probably one of my favorite matches on the card. Yeah, it start.
2: was good. Um, it was really good.
3: Solid. Um. Yeah, I was gonna say clean, very clean. Yeah, it- like everything was clean.
2: Uh, my notes were from get-go Roma is the odd man out
3: <laughs> yeah I, f- I feel bad for him because I can see the look on his face like in this match he knows like he doesn't belong
2: and like I just I felt bad well you know that double a is I-, I put he carries the team and you know what he was he looks like the look on Arn Anderson's face is well I guess it's a you know another day at the office you know like I'm about yeah. I'm about to put on a freaking clinic because I'm Arn Anderson um i just i just feel bad dude like i'm not kidding i was watching the match and i'm like he doesn't even come in the match for like 10 minutes like he does yeah and he
3: just and he just he just looks so like oh man i know i'm not gonna last very long here (laughs) and then like he just has this look on his face and i feel so bad for the guy but he did a decent job in the match man i don't feel bad we need to get paul roma on the show no we don't
2: i did i felt so bad paul roma tomato will not come on our show Roma Tomato. He won't. I'll see if we, we'll see if we can find him. I'll, I'll look him out. Hey, speaking he of looking Twitter. for people, uh, if anybody... Paul knows, Roma doesn't have a smartphone. If anybody knows the whereabouts of Ralphus, I still want him on the show. Yeah. Seriously, that's like one of my top five guests, probably.
3: Maybe Paul Roma has a smartphone. I, I, I feel bad for saying nah, that. it's a flip phone. That's <laughs> alright, though. <laughs> it's alright, though. <laughs> <laughs> that's so mean. Nah, yeah, that's terrible. We love Paul. We're ju- we're judging people by their phones now. You know
2: what? <laughs> I miss flip
3: phones. I do I miss too. The razor, so I love I don't even razor. Want to hear it Hey, they're bringing yeah. the razor
2: back. By the way, Good. did you see that?
3: No, yeah, I didn't see that. It's
2: a razor, but it's a, it's smart. It's a smartphone.
3: Oh, it's a smart razor. Ooh. But it
2: flips. Flip, flip. All right, cool.
3: All right. Well anywho, this this was a good match. So yeah. There's not much I have to say about it, but it was a good match. I
2: put the blondes are incredible, great teamwork. Brian's Brian Pillman's ass cheek, right ass cheek, is out for the uh <laughs> for like
3: twenty minutes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and like every time he goes to the when he gets tag when he tags Steven, like he's like he grabs the rope, the tag rope, and I'm just like, Okay, fix your trunks. Dude, fix your ass. Fix your man. trunks. And like you can see the people behind him. And then he, like, bends over, and they're, like, yelling at him, hey, your ass cheek's out, you know? Yeah. And he just keeps going with it, all hunched over. And, like, I don't know. I th- I think he – I mean, it was clearly intentional because I think he, he knew it was getting to the fans. Uh, Roma got one big hot tag. That's basically it. Blondes win with the roll-up and pulled tights after Pillman makes the save. Uh, Roma had Austin pinned. And then...
3: Roma – Roman lives a good
2: life, man. Let's just put it that way. Hey man he's probably he's probably uh in Clearwater, Tampa, around that area. Uh living the life on Eating the beach bruschetta. Somewhere. bruchetta. Alright, so some, anyways, after some this, fresh mozzarella. Fresh mozzarella on some bruschetta, Balsamico. <laughs> uh, hey, forget about it. Some a uh, nice caprice sally. And some fettuccine. <laughs> fettuccine.
3: <laughs> and the ravioli. Oh. And linguine.
2: Mamma mia.
3: All right. And that, hey, I, eggplant. <laughs> <laughs> eggplant. Eggplant. Eggplant.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about the eggplant? Anyways, um, I gave this one a three and a quarter. I got three. Uh, yeah, I got three and a half quad. Had, had, uh, had it been uh, Tully Blanchard, I probably would have gave it four.
3: Paul Roma's a good dude, though, man. Don't talk about him At like that. Not. We're going to get him. I'm going to get him on my Verizon plan.
2: Is he going to be in your <laughs> favor? Yeah. We're going to go unlimited. I miss the Charles Barkley Altel Verizon commercials. <laughs>
3: All right. Anywho, sir. uh uh I think same thing here. It just went right into the next match. Yeah, it did. The Iron Man match for the vacant WCW United States Heavyweight Championship. Dustin Rhodes the and natural. Rick Rude. Went to a draw, one-one, at thirty minutes because it was a thirty-minute Ironman match, uh, and this was probably match of the night. Oh yeah, uh, old Dustin man, he looked really good, and Rick Rude looks good, and it just and Rick Rude was in the it was him and Steamboat the year before in Ironman, yeah. wasn't it? That's right, and that was that was fantastic. But
2: I, th- this one I was think I think we're too, gonna and, end up doing Beach Blast ninety two next week.
3: Yeah, we might end up having to go backwards a year and the next year we'll start bashes. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, this really showed how good, uh, Dustin, AKA gold dust. For those of you who, uh, wouldn't know for some uh, aren't reason, but
2: smart to the business,
3: Dustin runnels.
2: Like we are. Cause I mean, we're, we're not really marks. I mean, we're smart. We're smarts.
3: Yeah. Nah, I don't like that term. I'd I'm just, be a, a I'm, just D-bag. Yeah. I'm just a D bag. I'm just a D bag. That's all. I'm just an everyday normal guy. Yeah, hey, normal guy. I'm just a Paul Roma, so <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> You're the Paul Roma of
3: podcasting. Yeah. I like so that. So anyways, I I think that That's a t shirt. I think that yeah, I'm the Paul Roma I'm the Roma Tomato of podcasting. <laughs> I think this was easily a match of the night. No doubt about it. I don't. I, all I have to say about it is if you're watching Beach Blast, look forward to Beach Blast 92 or
2: 93. The Iron Man matches definitely steal the show. Good stuff. Um, the only real notes I have about this are I noticed how bad the WCW <laughs> themes are at this time. Yeah, um, they're god-awful, man. Th- it's the one chick or the one guy. That was, like, your choice. Do you want a chick singing your song or do you want a guy yep. singing your song? That's basically what you got because uh, – Dustin Dustin Rhodes comes out and it's like hey they called him the natural and it's like all honky tonk kind of sounding but yeah like ravishing rick rude comes out and the chick's singing about how ravishing he is and yeah. uh, I don't know man but another one I mean two I I feel they were underrated talents I mean some people would disagree that they're underrated Both should have had a
3: world title.
2: Yeah, uh, and well Rick Rude had a world title. Yeah, he had the uh what was it the nwa, NWA yeah international championship or whatever it was called at the time yeah um, rick
3: Rue did get he did get the big belt but yeah I he think, had the big gold belt. i think uh i think dustin or more so gold dust should have been a wwf champion for a little while yeah. at least like the month the month thing we always say put it on him for a month and see what just happens.
2: just to have it on his repertoire of yeah, make him a grand slam. His title history, yeah, that's all he needs. Is the he's held every other belt. Yep. That's all he needs is the big one. So even now, like one night at a house show, put it on it. One night only. One night only. Um, all right. But yeah, it, the match. I mean, it's great match. Technical. They they keep it at a steady pace. Obviously, because they know they have to go thirty minutes, no matter what. You um know it takes about 15 minutes before rickard hits the uh simply ravishing what, what was it called again i can't remember uh the 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 neck breaker i'm having a brain fart ravishing
3: neck breaker look it up let me see here yeah i am looking it up cuz i'm like what the hell was that Having a brain fart. Uh, yeah, me too. I don't remember the name of his exact finisher. Let's see here. I'm digging. I'm digging. I'm digging. I don't see it. It doesn't even say it. What do you mean it doesn't say it? Of course it says it. Doesn't, it. it doesn't even say it anywhere. What his finisher was. He, he, was, the, he was the best heel in 1992 and the most imp- unimproved in 1993. Worst worked match of the year in 1992 versus... Uh, Masahiro Chono at Halloween Havoc, five star match in 1992 uh, at War Games, but I couldn't tell you his finisher. We're just like it's just like rude dead awakening air right now. Rude like, awakening. Rude awakening. That's it. Gosh, yeah.
2: what a brain fart. Um,
3: yeah, I know. I knew it was something so simple played off
2: of his name. Yeah. Um but yeah, it takes 15 minutes before he. <laughs> 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 it takes like 15 minutes for the, the first pinfall. Um, and then uh, about three minutes left in the match, Dustin Rhodes gets a pinfall with the Bulldog, which was his fin- finisher in WCW. And then it ends in a draw.
3: Yeah, he. Uh, Which kind of sucks. Hits that DDT
2: at the end. Yeah, it and didn't it, look it, like... he, it had
3: two seconds left. They right
2: timed there. it perfectly. Because you yeah, can see because... right before that, like with 20 seconds left, and Rick Rude starts to climb up the turnbuckle. Yeah. And he's like, he kind of hesitates. Because Gary Michael Capetta is like, you know, twenty counting. Twenty down. seconds left. Yeah, they
3: go. I I was watching
2: that very closely, and he
3: he goes. They do the finish at like, at like eight seconds. Yeah, at like seventeen Seven seconds. He seconds.
2: gets up. He finally gets up on the turnbuckle, and then yeah, and so on. So I mean, another one of those weird, screwy finishes that it should have ended clean. But I think I I can give this one. I'll give it four. Almost four quads, I'll yeah. give it four.
3: I was going to say 3.8 this quads, one, <laughs> three point, but three I can do.
2: We'll do 3.95. 3.95 quads, there we go. Not quite four, so, but almost. This is a damn good match. Make sure, yeah, it was really Make good. sure after we do these reviews, you guys go back and watch the shows yourselves, because I'd like to know what you think. If we get our quad rating, which, I mean, we're like Dave Meltzer. I mean, really, we are. Um You know, we make up our own rating system. So, in our opinion, this is how this goes. Now, Uncle Dave might say this was only a three-star match, but what does he know? Well, yeah. Who's he ever beat?
3: Exactly. Not Ric Flair Barry Windham. So, uh, that's the next match. Is the singles match for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Ric Flair defeated Barry Windham in 11 minutes and 15 seconds to become 10
2: times.
3: World Heavyweight Champion,
0: whether it be Van Vader,
2: out, line up, because it's time to start at
3: This match wasn't as great as it could have been. No, but I it, was really was, disappointed,
2: because right. I was like, uh, Barry Windham, Ric Flair, here we go. This is going to be a damn good match a Barn Burner. Match of the night, easy, and, I mean, it was good, it wasn't, but it wasn't great.
3: No, it wasn't great. It wasn't a barn burner like you would think they would have put on, and it was, you know, it was what it was. It was Ric Flair's 10th world title win, um... But they, they moved around real slow, like they were both so old or something.
0: Yeah. Which and, Ric
3: Flair was in his 40s already. Yeah, but, but
2: – You know. I mean, still. I, I mean, and we t- I talked about underrated this whole night. Barry Windham, one of the most underrated wrestlers ever. Yeah, absolutely. Ever. <clears throat> um, the fact that he had the big gold belt, though, is, is good. Is good yeah. know, it's good, yeah. I mean, he was their top babyface there for a while. I mean, other than like Sting and Luger, but – when Flair was gone, you know, Barry Windham was right up there with him. Yeah. Um, it was – the finish is kind of what got me.
3: Yeah, the, the his arms were down, and I guess that was a three count that we didn't know about, See, and then he calls for the bell.
2: I only counted two. Yeah, it was – It was weird, and then the, when uh, Randy Anderson, like, called for the bell, I was like, did he give up? Like, did the camera miss it? What happened? Yeah, so I I don't know, just WCW production issues, mm-hmm. I'm assuming, but I only counted two. Just
3: being WCW.
2: Yeah, and I'm gonna say two quads as
3: well, two and a half quads. And Flair and yeah,
2: I'll I'll give it two and a half with you because because of the name Flair and Wyndham, yeah. and they did they did a decent
3: job with you know ten minutes, a little over ten minutes, but they could have killed it if they had twenty
2: minutes because the storyline going into it was awesome. Yeah. The video they showed of, of what had happened leading up to the match, and they're like outside what in the happened? parking lot, beating the shit out of each other. Yeah.
3: And then it was kind of a fallout uh post Barry Wyndham horseman fallout thing. Yeah. So And Flair's uh, back and wanting the title because he's Ric Flair. Fallen down. Uh all right, so the main event of the evening was Sting and Davy Boy Smith, British Bulldog, Br- British British the Beef Man, defeating the Masters of the Powerbomb. Oh, who's the Big man? Big Van Vader. <laughs> Big Van Vader and Sid Vicious with uh,
2: Harley Race and Colonel Robert Parker outside. And you know, one thing about this match, going into it, I noticed that when they announced Sid Vicious, they said Memphis, Tennessee,
3: and that's West Memphis.
2: Arkansas. Yes. And also in this match, I noticed how big Sid really was and is. Yeah. He's huge compared to them. Yeah. Uh,
3: it, especially, even compared to Vader. Yeah. Like, he's, he's tall. He's huge. Yeah. He's really tall. And this, I was going to say, uh, I was just going to make a joke, but this was all great competitors and Sid Vicious. <laughs> <laughs> which I like, Sid. Man, no, I, I like his matches. Yeah. Everybody kind of craps on him, and says he sucked. Which that's he like, was sometimes we talked rough about, to watch. But
2: I like. Sid. We talked about the main event of WrestleMania 13. Everybody <laughs> likes to shit on that, and we. I. I mean, I enjoy. I it. like it. Yeah,
3: yeah. It's Taker and Sid. Even man, though he looks, shit his looks, pants. That's the word, you know. But <laughs> this was a pretty good main event, and then Vader at the t- right now at the time is. Uh, he was WCW Heavyweight Champion. Yeah, because... Because they had the NWA title. Because too. after
2: Flair left with the belt, they made another title, and then they got the belt back. So then they made it the NWA International Championship. And That's then right. WCW had the World Heavyweight Championship. was actually bigger than the NWA title in their eyes, which in the fans' eyes, it was always the NWA title. The big gold belt was it still the is. belt. It still is.
3: For some reason, WWE had to get rid of it, but... Yeah. Yeah, this was a cool little main event. They all got their spots in. Sting is very much the Sting is very much the John Cena that everybody actually likes. Yeah, I I, I was thinking that degree. when I was
2: watching it. I was like, this is a very Sting was very John Cena Hulk Hogan esque. Well and yeah, I was gonna say
3: Hulk, but people did like Hulk, but like he's like Cena, you know, now but people liked him. Yeah. You know, I- kind of a Kind of a vet, and he his moveset wasn't huge, stings, but he could definitely, if he had a bunch of time one on one with somebody, he could have an, an a killer match. And Vader
2: so. had his little group of fans, and they mentioned it behind yeah. Harley Race. I mean, there were people like with the the V, you know, and they're yeah yeah you know chanting Vader. Um, the the finish this match was really cool because Vader hits the 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 Vader bomb, then he goes for the Vader salt. It time. Hits it. Goes for the pin. Sting comes running up that ramp, which I always love that about WCW. Was that the ramp? The ramp, yes. And he comes running and just flies over the top rope and breaks up the pin. It was perfectly timed. Sting looked great. Um, British the Beef Man gets the little like schoolboy pin. Um, eh. Cool part we, we talked about in the Vader episode was he took his mask off And as soon as he did that, I I went back to our episode. We talked about Vader. Go back and listen to that, the Vader Spotlight, the Vader Tribute. Um, Took off his mask, and I was like, oh, shit, this is what we talked about a couple weeks ago. It's like, it's time now. It's about
3: to go down. Yeah, Yeah, Vader's pissed.
2: And he, like, I think he was legit hot about something, because then right after that, like, British the Beef Man was trying to take him down. And, like, Vader kind of, like, leans the ropes and, like, Davey still has to like hit him in the leg a couple of times for him to finally go down.
3: Yeah, he's not wanting to sell it, or somebody pissed him yeah. off. Yeah,
2: but uh... and then of course, you know, like you said, the faces win, everybody goes home happy. But they cut to Shivani and Ventura, and Vader comes up behind him and chops the shit out of Tony Shivani. <laughs> and I don't think that was planned because Shivani seriously looks rattled.
3: Yeah. Are you texting? I was, no, no, I was uh, I was trying to be silent when I was doing something. Oh. But, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't
2: know. I don't know I don't know why I Vader
3: know. had to go up and... I don't know, I don't know why Vader went up and uh, chopped the shit out of him like that, but, you know. It was cool. It was a good show, though, man. Overall, oh, yeah, in this match, I would say... I'd give it... I'd give it...
2: Two and a half?
3: 2.75, because it's the main right. and the name. We'll
2: meet in the middle. We'll go 2.6. It 2. was decent.
3: Six. There we go. 2.6 quads blonde for that final match. It was the main, you know. But the best match on the card is obviously Iron Man. And And the uh, tag
2: match. Hollywood Blondes. Yeah. And and they're back-to-back, so you really get a full hour. It was a handicap match of the Hollywood Blondes and Double A. With Paul Roma on the side. With Paul
3: Roma. With Paul Roma. And uh, smartphone bland. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But... uh, you get a full in the middle of the show. You get out of the two hours and fifty one minutes. You get a full hour of great wrestling in the middle of the show.
2: I mean, great, yeah, great wrestling in the right smack dab in the
3: middle. But I mean, and then the end overall, is good. Decent. Yeah, overall it's a decent show. The, and out of five the, quads, I I'd mean, give the whole show probably about the only about real
2: wet fart was Max Payne and Johnny B Bad and Eric Watts, <laughs> but yeah. but Regal, yeah. you know,
3: Regal made it, yeah. you know
2: i give the show i'll
3: give it to 2.25 quads overall five yeah damn that's low dude i was gonna give it at least three well it wasn't there was a lot it's all two star match it's all two quad matches so
1: i mean you gotta regina king for cadillac escalade when people ask regina do you like to compete i say bring it on
3: 2.5. Well, yeah, 2.75. That's to, to
2: meet the It's got to be a
3: 2. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, if you get a chance, go back and watch Beach Blast 1993, yeah, let- and we're going to be doing...
2: If you're listening on your way to work or on your lunch break, or if you listen later on your way home, watch Beach Blast. It's the 25th anniversary today. Watch it, and then after you listen to us, then you watch the show, then do what I'm going to do and go listen to what happened when Beach Blast '93 with Tony Schiavone and Conrad Thompson.
3: And next week we'll be talking about Beach Blast '1992.
2: Two, two. So we'll so. do that Wednesday, and then Tuesday. Next Tuesday we'll just have a discussion again, like we did
0: yesterday.
3: Yeah, we'll do our we'll do another discussion. Hopefully something will happen that we can talk well, about. Well, we'll have the
2: G1 this weekend, yeah. nights four through six. We'll have that to talk about. No WWE pay per view, thank God. Uh, yeah. Maybe maybe something big will happen. Nah, eh, we'll have stuff to talk about.
3: Yeah, we'll make stuff up. It's a it's a week away. We'll, yeah, we'll make stuff up.
2: We'll uh we'll spotlight
3: Paul Roma next Tuesday. Next yeah next Tuesday spotlight Paul Roma. Only oh so anyways uh you can go to as I stated earlier go to prowrestlingtees.com dot forward slash heels and quads to help support the heels and quads wrestling podcast. But you can also just go there, not necessarily to support us, but to just have some of our merch, because we have some cool merch. So visit prowrestlingtees.com forward slash heelsandquads. And And while you're shopping around for shirts and gear, you can go to collarandelbowbrand.com and zubas.com. And And at those two websites, make sure you use the coupon code heelsandquads in all caps at checkout. Collar and Elbow Brand, you save 10%. At Zubas, you save 15%
2: using the coupon code heelsandquads in all caps at checkout. And I can tell Levi's rushing because he's got to go to his shoot job. So (laughs) HeroesHideoutNY.com is your one-stop shop for all of your favorite Mattel Basic Elite Battle Pack, WWE action figures, but not just WWE Funko Pops. And, of course, they've got the New Japan Pro Wrestling Funko Pops, Cody, Kenny, the Young Bucks. I'm trying to get them. It's hard to get them right now. Everybody's kind of sold out. But HeroesHideoutNY.com, they got them. HeroesHideoutNY.com. Use code QUADS. Save 10% on your order. Don't forget about the meet and greet. Sunday, August 26th, the Young Bucks, Marty. Hang in. 168 bucks, all four. Meet and greet. <laughs> HeroesHideoutNY.com. Don't forget, Heroes Hideout is your new access to entertainment.
3: men. men, 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 men. All right. All right. So we will talk to you Tuesday. Make sure you follow us on social media at Heels and Quads on Twitter at Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. Make sure you follow me if you want to at Levi Dizindle on Twitter. Make sure you follow me
2: at Paul Roma on Twitter <laughs> <laughs> at Mister Tommy Walter on Twitter. Tommy Walter live on Instagram. I'm kind of starting to. I posted a couple of pictures of my personal. Stuff on my personal Instagram.
3: I noticed that. Well, we'll see if it lasts
2: because I, I've never, been, I've, I just don't like taking pictures. So
3: you're not an IG guy. Yeah. yeah, it's understandable. Yeah.
2: Um. I mean, I like to do ours for the for the show, but. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: yeah. Paul Roma. It's all right. It's not Paul Roma. <laughs> all right, you guys. Everybody have a great Paul Roma day.
2: Yeah. Happy Paul and, Roma day. Uh, happy Paul Roma. There's day. There's a shirt. It's like Rusev yep. Day. Happy Rusev Day only. It's happy Paul Roma Day. Roma Day. And yes. we could u- use the same colors because that's the color of Italian flag. So, hey, yep. forget about
3: Oops. it. Forget about it. Hey, get you some Roma tomatoes and some bruschetta with some mozzarella. <laughs> hey, some eggplant. Some Some eggplant. Some some
2: parmigiana. Some
3: eggplant. <laughs>
2: parmigiana.
3: Eggplant. <laughs> all right. All right. We'll talk to you guys next time. Yeah.
2: And, hey, don't forget to uh, leave a review, subscribe, all that good stuff. Give us an honest review. Five stars if you love it. One star if you hate it. We don't care. But either way, leave an actual review telling us why you gave us the stars you gave us. There we so go. that's it. At one hour exactly, tell your friends.
3: And tell your enemies.
2: Bye.